Welcome to the Senior Answer Podcast with Kathy and Doug. I'm Doug. This is installment number one in our four-part series on a huge cut that's coming to the Medicare program. And hi, I'm Kathy, and today we're going to be learning about a new change to the Medicare program that will drastically reduce the in-home care available to our seniors. While claiming that this change is to fight fraud and abuse, the real outcome of this program, called Pre-Claim Review, Pre-Claim Review will be the destruction of the Medicare in-home senior care system as we know it today. To help us understand what is happening and how you can help stop this dangerous change, we have two experts in the field. Dr. Garcia, Houston cardiologist and past president of the Texas Medical Association, and Rachel Hammond, RN, executive director of the Texas Association for Home Care and Hospice. And you can tweet your questions or comments to me at the Senior Answer. That's at the Senior Answer. We also invite you to go to our Facebook page, The Senior Answer. That's The Senior Answer on Facebook. And give us a like so we get updates on our upcoming guests and valuable articles and information from our experts. So I guess first we'll just start with talking about what's the normal traditional process for home health care services and how can you access it. So there are a couple of different ways. Uh, First of all, you can get a referral from your physician if you're in a hospital setting or a discharge planner who would call a home care agency up and send over your information. And the agency would determine whether or not they were the appropriate ones to provide that care for you. And then when you get home from the hospital, uh, they should be out there within 24 to 48 hours post-discharge from the hospital and have a registered nurse, preferably. Not all agencies do that, but they should have a a registered nurse be the first person to see you and do your head-to-toe assessment, go over all of your medications, and just basically develop a plan of care that they work with in conjunction with you and your family members and the doctor. And once all that's done and everything's set into place, uh, Medicare agrees to pay for your care for a period of 60 days, and typically they will pay 50%, roughly speaking, up front and 50% at the end of 60 days. So all of that kind of is how Medicare is currently done in most of the states in the United States. But starting August 1st, however, it's it's not that way for the state of Illinois. And Rachel is going to be bringing us some information about just how different that is now that pre-claim review has been implemented in the first week of August in the state of Illinois. So the pre-claim review process, as opposed to the doctor or the hospital makes a referral, Somebody goes out and evaluates your needs, and your care starts right away. If you need physical therapy, that week there's a physical therapist in there giving you the therapy. If you need occupational therapy, that week there's an occupational therapist in there giving you the therapy. If you need medication management, there's a nurse out there managing your medications. If you need labs drawn, there's a nurse out there drawing your labs to make sure you're getting the kind of care that you need. Under pre-claim review, what the outcome is going to be is you're going to get discharged from the hospital and when you get discharged from the hospital they're going to call home health agencies and say we have a patient for you and the home health agency is going to say well that's great send us all the medical records from their hospital stay send us the medical records from the doctor that they've been seeing send us the correct statements and forms as to why they need this care and we'll make an application to Medicare to say we would like to admit this patient If we do admit this patient, will you approve payment? And that goes into Medicare, and Medicare or Medicare's contractor, within 10 days, they claim, will get back and say, well, yes or no. So far in Illinois, 
the rejection rate where the, the pilot of this program is has been 80% on the first application. So now you have had the patient wait 10 to 15 to 20 days for the first rejection. Now, Medicare says you can reapply as often as you want. So the agency puts the information back together again to to answer the rejection, they send it into Medicare and another 20 days goes by and Medicare says, oh, well, now we're going to reject it because of this other thing, because we don't really look at the whole thing the first time you send it in. And this process can go on and on. Meanwhile, the patient's gone back to the hospital because they didn't get the care they need and their, their health has deteriorated. Rachel's with us to tell us what the impact has been so far in Illinois in their first month. Rachel, tell, tell us what the impact has been in Illinois. What we're hearing from the Illinois providers is just a huge level of frustration with their attempts to comply and, it's, and fear because they're doing everything that they can to comply with the demonstration process that they have to follow in order to get their claims paid. But at every turn, they're getting denials on those submissions. So they're extraordinarily frustrated with the process. They're having to do things multiple times. They've had to hire more people just to handle the paperwork burden of submitting all of this paperwork that in order to get a claim paid. And really, at the end of the day, they're starting to make changes that have a very negative impact on the patient, because if, if they can't take the patient right when that patient, for instance, gets out of the hospital, then the likelihood for that individual to go back into the hospital mm-hmm. is so, uh, so much great, greater. So statistics prove that when an individual is transitioned from the hospital home, that is the most critical time for that individual, and that is the most critical time for or need for home care and hospice. And so if that is not available to the individual, more often than not, then that individual ends up going back into the hospital. And so it's having a very negative impact on the patients. Either they can't transition out of the hospital because the discharge planners say, okay, well, I'm trying to access home care and hospice for you, but these home care and hospice agencies are now telling me I can't accept this patient until you get me these volumes of paper, and we're going to have to evaluate that paper and make sure that it says exactly what uh, the contractor or CMS, be it Medicare, wants to see, and if it doesn't, we can't take the patient. And so it's just having a horrible impact on the Medicare beneficiary. And and what we've seen with Medicare in the past with, with looking at medical necessity or homebound status, mm-hmm. when they do these reviews, is they're not looking for what the health of the patient is. They're looking for, is every I dotted? Is every mm-hmm. T crossed? Did the, did the physician in the hospital, in the emergency room, use exactly the right words and they're exactly the right order in a sentence to meet their bureaucratic requirements? Not does the patient need the service, but have they jumped all the, the hurdles that we need? So, Dr. Garcia... Where this is headed from from what we're seeing in Illinois is a patient, instead of transitioning from the hospital to the home and immediately getting home care started, and, and if they need physical therapy, getting it immediately started that, that week, we're seeing that the patient's going to have to wait 10, 20, 30 days or not get any home care at all. What's the impact going to be 
on the patient, on the caregiver, and, and on, the, on the hospital system and on the physicians. Oh, Doug, this is a absolutely uh, terrible idea, this uh, pre-claim review. What it's going to do is actually increase readmission because in those first 20 to 30 days when you really need someone monitoring the vital signs, examining the patient, making sure that they can stay at home, adjust the medications. I get calls all the time, all the time, and I don't get paid for it, by the way, <laughs> just, just to keep them out of the hospital because it's all about the patient. Mm -hmm. It's not about me. It's about the patient, keeping the patient at home. They do better at home. And here we have this stupid law that's designed to create more readmissions to the hospital? Oh, oh, oh that, that, that's, that's ridiculous. That, that's one of the really interesting parts of this, is this is not a law. There is no legal basis for Medicare to do this. They just jumped up and decided they were going to do it. That, and uh, rather than going through the through the official the process, the official rulemaking process right. of publishing it in the Federal Register and, and getting approval, getting input from Congress and all that sort of stuff, they just jumped up and they, they did an application to the Office of Management and Budget, to the Paperwork Reduction Act office, for, for permission to do this, and they just kind of snuck it in under the wire. I don't think the, the uh, Paperwork Reduction Act Office has an, a denied stamp for applications to, for more paperwork by and the I'm government. They've only got one that says approved. I'm, and I'm sure they've killed about a, a million trees just with the paperwork, with just course. for that part. But here's the second part of that whole thing. Have they gone through that whole thing? Well, the Texas Medical Association completely supports the Texas Association for Home Care and hospice because we're going through the same thing with this macro thing. It's like these people in Washington get together and say, Bubba, do you think this is a good idea? <laughs> hey, Bubba, I think this is a great idea. Let's just go ahead and do it. Oh, and God. all of a sudden you have this this residue from the farm. That's I think it's called manure from the farm. <laughs> and all of a sudden all of us Fertilizer. that are... Uh, yeah, fertilizer, and here we are taking care of our patients, and Washington sending us all this manure, FedEx, thank you very much, and we have to deal with it? No. Yeah. No, and we need to mobilize our patients and families. We're going to come back on the next podcast and pick up where we left off on why Medicare is doing this and what you need to do about it, because the only way this is going to get stopped is if you take action and you get your friends to take action and your neighbors to take action and the people in your church to take action because this is really bad and this this is going to basically kill off a whole lot of old people. It's kind of like the movie Soylent Green for those of you who remember that. On this podcast, we've been talking about a new Medicare program that will drastically reduce the in-home care available to seniors. You can learn more about these Medicare program changes at our website, senioranswer.org. That's senioranswer.org. Please go to our Facebook page, The Senior Answer. That's The Senior Answer. And give us a like so you get updates and announcements on upcoming special guests and programs. And please share this podcast with your family, friends, and who whoever you feel it could benefit. Thank you for listening to The Senior Answer. 